This is a Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. Hi, and welcome to this episode. So today I wanted to talk about having it all. And I was contemplating this as someone who was around in the 1980s and started working in the 1980s, that having it all got a really bad rap. Because at the time, having it all meant being superwoman. I'm going to talk about this from a female perspective for now. So having it all meant being superwoman. It meant that you had to be perfect at everything. You know, you were immaculately turned out and you had an amazing career and you had loads of children. And I can't remember the name of that woman that was in the city, a lady called Nicola somebody, but she was the poster woman for having it all. Okay. She was the one that had six children and still held down this amazing senior job in the city and was always perfect and, you know, had no vulnerabilities and no weaknesses, it seemed, right? So having it all became something to beat ourselves up with, particularly as women, that, you know, if you weren't, you know, dressed immaculately and had a brilliant job and, you know, your children were excelling and learning Chinese or something, then you were failing. So it it became this very pressured and actually very masculine thing. You know, you must be perfect. You must achieve. Your children must achieve. And it was done, you know, it felt very much like it was done for appearances sake. So, you know, everyone will look at me and see how amazing this is. I am showing everybody how brilliant this is. I'm showing how we can have it all. And then it started to wane a little bit. You know, people started to think, gosh, it's exhausting trying to have it all. You know, it's exhausting trying to be the perfect mother and have the perfect career and keep up with the Joneses and have the beautiful home and the great car and all the things that the world tells us we need to be happy. It started to become a massive pressure and people then started to reject it. Okay, do I want to have it all? Is it possible to have it all? I saw a great interview a while ago, I can't remember who it was now, where somebody said, as women, it's possible to have it all, just not all at the same time. And I quite liked that quote because I thought, yeah, she's right. You know, when you have small children, you know, if you want to be around for your children, then th- there's a balance to be struck with your career, right? That doesn't mean that you don't, you can't work and you can't be successful and all those things. You just have to do it a different way. And so I want to reposition having it all in this episode because I absolutely do believe that it's possible to have it all. And I do believe that we should have it all. And what I mean by that, though, is that we should have all our desires. We should have everything we want. We shouldn't compromise. You know, I joke with people that know me that I call compromise the C word. It's like a swear word in my book. Because often when we compromise, what we're saying is, oh, I'm giving something up and you're giving something up. And then we're kind of meeting in the middle. You know, I really want to have this stellar career, but unfortunately I had kids and I got passed over you know, so I had to compromise because I had children. Or I I went for this stellar career and then I compromised on children, then it was too late. 
Do you see what I mean? There's always a lack in, in compromise. There's always a lack in that sense of, I had to give something up. I wasn't allowed to have it all. It wasn't possible for me. I'm being realistic. I'm not a big fan of realism either, by the way. <laughs> so, you know, I have to be realistic. I know that I, this isn't, all of this is not possible. So if you've listened to the podcast a bit, you've listened to other episodes of the podcast, you'll know that I believe in living energetically. I live, I believe in living in a connected way. I believe about living in a space of manifestation and where magic and miracles are possible. I believe in creating the impossible actually. And I don't say that from, you know, a space of dreaming or kind of being so unrealistic that you think, oh my God, that woman's got a head in the clouds. You know, I'm actually very practical too. And when I coach people, I'm very much holding those two spectrums. So the dreaming, visioning, what can we create and be in the world? And also, okay, so what does this practically mean on the ground? And it's holding that, what I call the profound and the practical, that creates the life that we really want. It creates extraordinary lives. It allows us to be visionaries in the world. So of course, this podcast is called The Visionary Collective. And so for me, visionaries are about creating change. They're about moving things in the world. They're about creating extraordinary things. And so if that's the case, then of course we're going to go for it all, you know, and I always have, it's kind of in my nature to do that. So I was always one going, I'm going to go to India for a month, or I really want to learn to ski. So I'm going to go and do that. Or I don't want to work for someone else. I want to work for myself. So I'm going to give up my career and go and become an entrepreneur you know, I've always lived my life by those big decisions. I want to go and live near the sea. So now I live near the sea, right? So, you know, there's something about allowing ourselves to have it all. And that's the first thing that I wanted to talk about today, really, because when I coach people, they often tell me they don't know what they want. And I would say 99% of times, actually, people do know what they want. It's just that they don't believe they can have it. And they haven't given themselves permission to really go there, to really think about it, to really claim that sense of what they want their lives to be. So the first thing we have to do is to give ourselves permission to say, well, what if, I love that, that, that question, this is a great question to open things up, what if life could be different? What if it was normal to have it all? What if there was a way of having it all, which meant that I didn't get burnt out and exhausted and feel like I was never doing well at anything? What if having it all meant something different? What if this is a new way of having it all that means that we do it in balance and alignment and with energy and with passion and that we can create something different and we create from a different place? So this is really important because if you create having it all from a place of what you think you should have, from a place of ego, from a place of keeping up with the Joneses, it's never going to work because you are driving it from that very masculine energy and that's never going to be successful or you'll be successful in it. But again, you'll find that you end up with something that doesn't have a lot of joy, doesn't have a lot of fulfillment in it. So you might end up with a good career, a nice house, the car, you know, a couple of kids, all of those things, but it's likely to feel a bit flat because 
you haven't really tuned into the energy of it and what you really want to create. So the the first thing really, so you have to give yourself permission to believe that you can have it all, that you don't have to compromise, that you can have exactly what you want in this life and that you, you just have to kind of know how to set yourself up to get it. And the second thing I would say in having it all is to connect to your desires. So as I've said before, I use this word desires very consciously because it's not something I want. It's not something I need. A desire is something that I feel in my heart and soul. I go, do you know, I just really, really want to live near the sea. I know the sea makes me happy. I'm talking about me here. Um, I know the sea makes me happy. I know how I feel when I'm connected to the sea. I know when I look on the horizon, it opens up all my creativity and imagination and vision. And that's super important to me and my work and everything that I'm doing in the world. So I can feel that desire. I know that's what I want. When I go to the sea, I'm happy. I feel relaxed. I, I know it's right for me, right? So part of having it all for me was living near the sea, you know, and being able to have that experience every day. So I didn't even want to live somewhere where I had to drive to the sea. I wanted to be able to walk to the sea every day. So can you feel how I'm connecting to the bigger desire, but then I'm feeling into the specifics of it? Is it okay if I have to drive to the sea? Mm, Not really. I really want to be able to walk to the sea. Is it okay if I go a couple of times a, a, a week? No, I want to be able to go every day with my dog, right? So I'm getting, as I'm tuning into this desire, I'm feeling it more and more concretely. So that becomes part of my picture of having it all is to live near the sea. And kind of connected to that, a few years ago, I said, I really want to feel like I'm on holiday every day. And I now live in Bournemouth on the coast in the UK, if you don't know it, on the South Coast. And honestly, I go down to see and I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I'm on holiday every day. That was a desire. That's, that's something when I know that I feel like I'm on holiday every day, that to me is having it all. That's having something remarkable in my life, right? And so that creates a big piece of my having it all, you know? I want to be able to do fulfilling work and I want to have plenty of time to spend with my daughter. You know, I want to be able to work virtually so that I can be there for, I was going to say school pickups and stuff, although we're changing that now, but I want to be around for my daughter. I want to have loads of time and flexibility with her. And I want to do work that has a huge impact in the world that creates change that I feel super passionate about. Okay. So I'm not compromising on either of those things. I'm not saying I want to be with my daughter, so I'm going to have to compromise on the work I do. I'm not going to be able to travel to see clients because I'm a single parent, right? That could be true. But what I've done when I've traveled and I went to Amsterdam last year and various places with clients, been to London, that I, that I just, I just sort of gather this support around me (laughs) and I always make it work. And actually one of the people that helps me out with my animals when I'm away, she always, she calls it T Mitchell, you know, oh, we're we're activating T Mitchell. You know, Lisa needs to go here. She needs to go to London. She's got a piece of work to do. T Mitchell gets activated and all this support appears, right? Now, logically and logistically, 
you would say, okay, maybe I just give up on the travel for a bit. Maybe I don't go away to see clients. Maybe I only work virtually. That would make sense. That would be logical. But for me personally, that doesn't work because I love to be out seeing clients. You know, I loved it when I went to Amsterdam to work with a team out there. It was so cool being out there. I just absolutely loved it. So I don't want to give up on those things. If I gave up on those things, I would be compromising and I wouldn't feel like I had it all. Do you see what I'm saying? So we need to just really look at our belief systems, what we believe we can have, what constraints we're putting around things. Because as I say, when I, when I moved here to Bournemouth, I didn't know anybody. I had no support, no nothing. I had no idea how I was going to run my business and look after my daughter and make money and do all of those things. And, and, and I added in school fees because she went to a private school. It's like, how the hell does that even work? Right. But I just knew that that was the picture of my life, you know? So when I'm thinking about having it all, I'm creating a picture of my life. So the picture of my life where I get to have it all is that I do amazing work that I, you know, I'm really expanding my work at the moment, actually into, you know, more strategic consultancy work with organizations, working with amazing high profile visionaries, creating a more mass market community around extraordinary living. There's so many things coming. I am in no way compromising on my work. In fact, it's growing and expanding and has done massively since I came to Bournemouth. I get to live near the sea and go to sea every day. I travel, you know, and again, that's coming into my being more and more over the last year or so that I really want to travel, like properly travel. And part of having a virtual business is being able to go and travel wherever I want, whenever I want, go and live in another country for two, three months. Why not? So that whole thing around freedom, which is a massive value of mine, being able to travel, having amazing friends and support around me. So again, not, you know, people who really get me, who are, you know, on the alternative side, like me, who are spiritual, who are non-conformers, all of those things, you know, that's really important to me that I have those friends, those relationships in my life. Having a beautiful relationship, being in partnership with somebody as I go on this journey, that has become, you know, more and more part of my having it all as I move forward. And again, I, um, you know, I've recently met somebody, I'm in a relationship with somebody and I said to some, one of my friends, oh, this guy just dropped in. And she said, no, he didn't. You've been manifesting him for ages. You've been talking about him for ages. And I was like, oh yeah. And he's dropped in and has completely surpassed all my expectations. So this is the other interesting thing. When you start to connect to your desires, when you start to go after the thing that you want, when you start to believe that you can have it all, so you can have love and friendships and family life and an amazing career and travel and abundance in all aspects, financial and everything else, then you start to open up the parameters of your life. You start to open up to that magic of miracles you start to create a bigger container for your life. And part of that is really trusting that when you take the right actions, like me moving to Bournemouth, for example, was a big move. I didn't sit where I was living in West Sussex going, oh, one day I will move to the coast or I will wait till the universe lines this all up for me. No, I took action. 
I followed my intuition and I followed the guidance that I was being given and I took action. And I was thinking about that this morning, that this whole piece around inspiration or intuition, guidance, whatever you want to call that, that knowing about the things that you want and need to do, linked to a strategy and linked to action is where we really create amazing things in the world. So it's it's really my bag is not kind of spiritual in a kind of like stepped back out of normal life spiritual. You know, I lead a really full, messy, crazy life. I now have an older dog, a puppy, a cat, a child. I have my new relationship and, and his children and everything that is, you know, part of his life. I have, you know, so many things going on. It's just bonkers, really. But I like having a full, messy life. I love having people over. I love having friends popping in. You know, I love having new work come in that, you know, even if it's new work where I think, gosh, I don't actually know. I can't feel all the pieces of that yet. So I know I can do it. I know I'm the person for it. I can't feel all the pieces yet. So in order to have it all, we also need to be stretching and growing and really stretching against the parameters of what our life is and what it can be. And we need to trust. So, you know, I talk a lot about co-creation and really when you want to have it all, create the life you truly desire, create an extraordinary life, an extraordinary business, you know, do work that you love, all of those things. We're talking about co-creating with the universe. So we do our pieces, we move our pieces forward, we connect, we listen, say we go into that space where we can get our guidance and our intuition and we follow that. And at the same time, we are taking action. So we're always in guidance and action, guidance and action. And it's one of the things when I discovered coaching, gosh, 20 years ago, I loved that about it because it wasn't just sitting and talking about things. It was going, okay, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to learn some stuff. I'm going to shift something mentally and emotionally, and then I'm going to take action on it. And in the taking action of it, I learn more and I shift it further forward and it moves again. And then I come back and reflect. So I've always loved that about the coaching process, that we are doing both the inner work and we are doing, we're creating the external action. And when we do the inner work and the external action, then things start to move so fast. So I really believe that we are meant to have it all in terms of creating our desires, in terms of living our desires, in terms of living lives that are joyful and fulfilled and meaningful and satisfying and that we just can't believe we get to live live this life, right? Why would we settle for anything less? It doesn't make any sense. You know, when you really think about it, If there's any kind of creator out there that put us on this earth to live this human existence, right? Why would they have us here living a mediocre life? It doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't we come on earth to live every aspect of life on earth? Why wouldn't we choose to do things that make us happy, that fill our hearts with joy? Why wouldn't we choose to connect with people that we can truly love? Why wouldn't we choose to do work that that is fulfilling to us every day? You know, we created this weird thing where, you know, human life was about existence 
and it was about survival. And I don't think that's where we we are meant to be. I know it's not where we're meant to be. So we've created this, this way of living often in the world that's really about fear and limitations and survival and getting through the basics. And I do not believe that is the way we are supposed to live as human beings. I really don't. I never have. I truly believe that we are meant to live lives that are joyful and passionate and fulfilling and meaningful. And where, you know, when we get to the end of our days, we go, wow, that was quite a ride. (laughs) You know, I want to be on my deathbed thinking, I have, not only do I have no regrets, but I've done everything I wanted to do. Like I've traveled and I've loved and I've loved with all my heart and soul and I have stretched myself and I've grown myself as much as I possibly can. And I was there for the people that I love and I created an impact with my work and I've left a legacy behind. You know, I want to be on my deathbed proud of what I've created in the world. I want people to remember me and say, wow, she, no, it was awesome knowing Lisa Mitchell. And I don't say that from a place of ego. I don't care remotely about that. I mean from a place where I touch people's lives. And I want you to touch people's lives. And I want you to do it in your unique way. And I want you to think about every aspect of your life and know that you can have it all. So if you're currently sitting in a successful career, but you never get to see your friends, and you really want to have kids maybe, but you're not in a relationship, then something has to change. You know, if it's the other way where, you know, you've been a mom and you've loved it and you've just, you know, it's been amazing having your kids and now you think, gosh, now I need something for me, then do it. Right. If you feel like, you know, I love my work, but actually I only want to work 10 10 months a year. Why not? You know, and this is what's so interesting in the whole world of business now is that we are dealing with more and more people that want to have it all and that want to live life their way. And they want to co-create with you. They want to create something where it works for them and it works for you. But it's a huge transition that in the world, because we're so used to sacrifice. We're so used to compromise. And businesses are used to people saying, yes, okay, I'll do what you tell me to do. I'll do nine to five, if that, you know, five days a week. And, you know, that's the way things are. That's the way it gets done, right? And when you look at it, you think, well, why? Maybe I want to work four days a week. Maybe I want to work and then have time off with my kids and then work in the evening. You know, why wouldn't I work with you and co-create with you in a way that works for me? So I think we're living in extraordinary times. I think that they are, the polarities are hitting up against us harder and harder that on the one side there is fear and survival and limitations and and you no know, governments and organizations telling us everything that we can't do and on the other side there is a whole section of humankind who are waking up who are saying no i don't want to live like that i don't want to be told what to do i want to do things that make me happy because i've realized that life is short And I was going to say we only get one life, depends on your belief system. (laughs) But, you know, life is short and we, you know, we need to be living it in a way where we get to have it all. So I hope that listening to this episode has inspired you today. And I would love you to go and just just take a mental inventory of, of where you are in your life. Are you are you having it all? 
Are you allowing yourself to have it all? What are your biggest desires? What do you really want? If, if you had no limitations, what would you create and what would you really want? And I suggest that you go and create from there and see what you can do because I know that there is so much more possible when we create from a place where we get to have it all. And if we all did that, I truly believe that life and society and you know what we're creating as human beings would shift massively. And that's part of my bigger mission in the world is to help people live extraordinary lives, help them do extraordinary work, create businesses where we facilitate that extraordinary living for human beings, right? And I know it's all possible. So I hope this has inspired you. It's a big topic for me. I ask myself this question all the time. Am I doing everything I want to do? Am I compromising in any way? Am I holding myself back in any way? What am I avoiding? What am I stopping? What am I putting on the back burner that doesn't need to be on the back burner? You know, this is conscious living. And so the more of us that live consciously, the faster we change the world. And I say this a lot, I know, but the more we are conscious, the faster we change the world. And the world needs that right now. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Collective Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you want to be part of this exciting, bigger movement, come and join other amazing visionary purpose-led entrepreneurs in my free Facebook group, The Visionary Collective.